welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Fickler, and with me is Court Winsett. Hey there, Katie. Why don't you give me a little bit of that opening bell? There we have it. What are we doing today? We're talking about footprints. Footprints. Footprints in the sand. Footprints in the sand. Footprints when the dog comes in the house and it's got mud all over his paws. Did you do those little footprint, handprint, little like in the in the plaster things when you were in kindergarten? Oh yeah, yeah. and then like putting paint on your feet and like yeah. making a harder reindeer sure. wreath or whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mom still has a handprint or a footprint of me somewhere. Uh, but no, that's not what we're talking about. Not today, anyway. Basically, everything is is digital. Everything is digital nowadays. You log into your digital account. You log into your your Facebooks. You log into your your bank on online. You, everything, everything. everything. Well, and it really, twenty twenty has brought out a lot more digital because you go into restaurants or places, and with social distance and trying to be careful, you actually have to use your phone to pull up a menu. You have to pay with your phone because we're trying to limit the contact. So we really are turning into very digital. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I I know, I I, well, I I will say it like this. I know a person, I won't say who, who will not get takeout from a restaurant that does not have either an online ordering option or an app. They're like, no, I have to call the... No, not not in this day and age, sorry. So everything out there you can pretty much do on the internet, which also means that you're leaving a, stu- a lot of stuff you're out there on the internet. You're leaving some breadcrumbs. Bread and boy. Sometimes you're leaving some bread loaves. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're talking about a digital footprint and the nice little trail you're leaving of what you are doing. So, of course, we wanted to do a fun top five. Well, fun and scary and uh, I don't know. Um, definitely very relevant with the world. But these are kind of... Stories and examples of situations where these breadcrumbs, these trails, your digital footprint has kind of come back to bite you in the bootay. The top five times that doo-doo has hit the fan on the interwebs. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> okay, here's one. Uh, Alicia Lynn, 2013, fired from her job and received death threats, all because she posted a picture of herself Oh, in the Boston Marathon victim Halloween costume. Oh. Her Twitter account was suspended. Um, obviously, it was, she lost her job. It was a bad situation. So just think before you post. <laughs> but who in the right mind would think, like, that's okay, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it absolutely, but golly. Well, yeah. it's kind of one I didn't put on this list is uh, Julian Huff. Love her to pieces. She mm-hmm. dressed up as one of the characters from Orange is the New Black. Well, she did do... Uh, technically it was blackface what she did she is apparently very good friends with the actress she was portraying that friend was fine with it but it doesn't matter if your inner circle knows that you're not trying to be offensive it's how the rest of the world sees it and so she had to apologize and got a lot of backlash but okay that was a little bonus one okay that was a bonus yeah what's your number two uh okay social media strategist for chrysler chrysler um this one kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies because i do manage a couple other social media accounts he got fired after tweeting what he thought was a personal tweet on his account, but he actually put it on the official Chrysler one, and he said, I feel uh, it's ironic that Detroit is known as the Motor City, and yet no one knows how to effing drive. Did he actually say effing, or oh, did he say no. the, did he say the he's, bomb? He said the bomb. Oh, and, well, yeah. you know. See, so, okay, here's the thing. When you're, when you're, 
when you're on an official company account, social media account, and you drop the F-bomb, uh, you know, I can see there being some repercussions for that. Oh, well, but it's, you know, I've, I've logged onto our bullcast before and accidentally started, like, liking my personal friend's post, and they're like, oh, bullcast liked my picture. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I mean, now that's a minor. It's not, bulls. no one's going to be offended. Now, if I was to like somebody, something ridiculous, like I like smoking weed and it's like, oh, Bullcast likes that. Okay. That might send a bad message. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I handle the social media for all of the Pickler firms and I have like access to over 20 different accounts like Twitters, Facebooks, Instagrams for all the firms. And you have to be so careful which account you are on. I have like OCD, so I like triple check it before I post anything or like anything. Yeah, Cam's had a, a drink or so. He has to put his phone away so he That's doesn't right. accidentally tweet the wrong account. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally hardly post anything, even on my personal accounts anymore, just because you know uh, you you never know what's gonna what's gonna offend somebody, what's gonna offend a, a friend, what's gonna offend a client, what's gonna bore somebody. I mean. He, Anyway, Think before I just, you post. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay, number three, four? Number, number four? Three. 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 Um, okay, there was a daycare worker in Arizona that um, posted some questionable images on social media that ended up getting her fired. I think she included a video where she says, I love my kids, but then like where you could see on the video, she was flipping off the camera with the kids in the background. So, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, number four would be, um, there was, let's see, uh, a clerk that worked, that she was part of the city council, city council clerk, Mm -hmm. and was tweeting during a city council meeting when she was supposed to be taking the minutes. Okay. And she got a lot of backlash and lost her job because she was supposed to be taking minutes, not tweeting. (laughs) I mean, who knows what the tweet was, but still, it's, it's all about timing when you were doing it. My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and another one, um, this is one that a lot of people I think about is several stories where people actually lost their job for calling out the president. <laughs> oh, you you mean like the president of the United States? President of the United States. So oh, they, okay. There were several stories I found where someone was like, you know, I hate blah, blah, blah. I hate the president or he's an idiot or something like that. And then their companies fired them. They got fired for it. Because... On their personal accounts. On their personal accounts because you're you're still representative of a company. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter that it's your personal one. That goes... That circles back around to, uh, I just don't post things anymore because (laughs) you never know who you're going to offend. Okay. Well, how about this one? I love this one. Security guard. Florida security guard. We'll just call him Doug. Oh, Doug. <laughs> my number, this is my number one, two, three, four, five. Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug got fired because he posted on his Instagram account, uh, Paul Flart, <laughs> some videos of him farting like 35 or 40 times, something like that. 75 times. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to finish this one for court because he can't even get through it. Um, So, yes, Doug posted these. He's a security guard, posted these videos of him farting. But because he was in his security guard uniform on hospital grounds and he was not supposed to be having his phone filming himself, 
Then he did get fired, but then I think became an, in- an internet Yeah, there's the phenomenon. technical... The, you see, part of it is like, oh, you had your phone. You shouldn't have had your phone. That is the technical reason that he got fired. They needed to find a, a reason within their guidelines that they could fire him other than just, you were farting. <laughs> but let's, let's just call a turkey a turkey. He was farting and they were like, that's an embarrassment. We need to get rid of this guy. What what can we say it was in the policy manual? But Doug's doing fine. He has 104,000 Instagram followers oh, now. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I like this one. Um, I, I There's a, a young lady by the name of Nicole, uh, and she was an extra on Glee, and she got real excited about Glee and being on Glee and who doesn't want to be on Glee and so on and so forth. So she posted some uh, some interesting little factoids about her time on Glee, including spoiling a major, like put, putting out there a major spoiler about uh, the prom episode of Glee oh. and who was in who was going to end up being the prom king and queen. And if you haven't seen Glee, I won't spoil it for you. But she did, <laughs> and uh, she ended up basically she was she was getting work as an extra out in Hollywood, and this one this one little tweet. The, the producer of Glee was like, uh, yeah, where do you get off? Basically, you're an extra. Where do you get off spoiling a major, major plot point in an episode uh, and ruining it for all the viewers and everybody, all of the creatives that put all of their time into this? Yeah. And she's never worked in Hollywood again. She had to go back to the family business. Ouch. So Ooh, yeah. She got blacklisted. Blacklisted. Mm. Boom. What's your number three? Okay, number three. Um... Basically, this this I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sum up. This one is is pretty simple. Kimberly Swan, 16 years old. She was from Essex. She worked at a marketing place. She said her job was boring. Boom, fired. <laughs> fired. Fired. For Companies t- don't like when you say you're boring. <laughs> I know, but come on. She, she 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 posted on Facebook that her job was boring, and and she got fired. I know it doesn't seem fair, but life's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Um. Okay, how about this one? Uh, number, this would be like my what, my number four? Number four. Uh, I, I don't know the name, but just there's there's a person out there that, that got fired because they compared their salary to the salary of their the CEO of their company. Like, yeah, I, I mean, that happens. It's, you know, a lot of these big companies, the CEO's salary is published. And so I think I remember one of the tweets and it was like, Oh, well, you know, I get paid $7 an hour and they get paid $4,000 an hour. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So here, here is, I have an interesting little uh, sort of my own personal belief on this. And that, that is that one of the ways that, that, that companies can end up, um, uh, you know, for instance, all of the big political nastiness that's out there about the wages and equality in wages and is there equality among the sexes, is there equality among the races and so on and so forth. One of the ways that, that companies control that and are able to sort of have that inequality is because it is so taboo to talk about your salary out in public among your coworkers or even out to, to people around you. It is taboo to, to discuss this. And so... It, everybody keeps it secret. Everybody keeps it bottled it up, bottled up, and then the company's able to pay different people different different amounts for doing the same job because nobody's talking to each other about how much they make. Yeah. Well, this sort of takes it to the nth degree. Somebody put going out there and saying like, "Wow, oh, I make ten bucks an hour, and my CEO makes this much," and then they end up getting fired about it. Talk about the ultimate taboo. I just think that's a little bit. I think that's a little bit ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, and then finally, number five, back in 2011, Ashley, uh, again, I'm, I'm, her name is out there, but I don't feel like giving her last name, <laughs> but we'll just call her Ashley. Uh, she lost her job as a high school teacher, and I have friends who teach at high schools or friends who used to teach at high schools. So this one hits home close to home for me because I've been out, I've been out to bars with them, but she lost her job at a high school because she was on vacation. Okay. So she went to school on vacation and she was at a bar on vacation. And there was a picture of her holding, I think she was double fisting double drinks. So I think she had two drinks in each hand. Obviously, not all of the drinks were for her, or at least I would assume that not all of the drinks were for her. If you're if you're carrying around four drinks, which sort of the the way I interpret the the post that I read about it, then you probably got drinks for your whole table or something, and you're carrying them back to the table. Maybe she had some waiting experience. I don't know. You've seen waitresses carry around drinks and you know four drinks in each hand. Shoot, there's anyway. Picture ended up on social media of her with four drinks in her two hands. Uh, and and the parents of the high school that she taught at got all up in a Twitter about it, or up in a tither about it. <laughs> up in a Twitter. Up in a Twitter. Anyway, they got all up in arms, and she ended up losing her job because they didn't think that she was projecting the right kind of, you know, whatever picture of responsibility. And I'm like, you know, on vacation... It's her private social media account. She's out. She's of legal age. She, you know, we, these things can go too far. But bottom line is you got to be careful what you put out there because you never know how people are going to react to it. And that is my top five. You know, talking about this top five, it really drives home the fact that as an employee, whether you are in a security guard outfit or uh, an extra in a show, You've got to be careful what you tweet, because if it does not align with the brand that you represent, Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize that they represent a brand as an employee, but they do. And if you do a hot take that doesn't align with the brand, that's a surefire way to get a one-way ticket to unemployment. And I mean, you know, okay, so you've got obvious examples of that. Like, for instance, one of the most famously brand-conscious companies out there is... I would say the first thing that pops to mind for me is Disney. Oh, yeah. You know, all of their cast members. Quote okay, they're called cast members, yeah. whether they're a janitor or they're a character. Yeah, and, and, and you know, just the way they run their parks. Well, that 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 brand consciousness is, is company-wide. It's not just at the parks. It's in everything that they do. Uh, it's part of the reason that when they acquired Fox... And, you know, they were they were taking on titles like Deadpool and stuff. People were worried that Deadpool was going to become Disney-fied because mm-hmm. they have a very specific way that they want to keep their brand. And Deadpool definitely did not fit in with their brand. But, you know, hopefully they're going to work that out and we'll still get some good Deadpool movies. But that's beside the point. The point is... Very brand conscious, but it's not just companies like Disney. Any any company worth its salt is is conscious of its brand, and it's going to want to make sure, you know, some companies might like having that sort of rebellious attitude out there, but other companies are going to be, listen, we're conservative. This is the brand we want to project, and if you, if you are on Facebook and you are notably uh, connected to our company, then you are going to be, and notably connected could be in any number of ways, but if you're connected to that company out there in the social uh, stratosphere of interwebs, then you know if, they're, if they want to project a conservative image and they don't think that what you're posting and putting out there jives with that, then boom, fired. Well, and what this whole episode is really going to be about is how it what is out in the universe. And I do want to make sure I plug in this episode. 
Cameron, yes, he is our producer. He's now got a mic, so he is very active on our show now. But he is our brand ambassador for Pickler Companies and all the different entities with that. And so he is constantly trying to make sure that we're staying on brand. We're doing what we need to be doing. And so we're a smaller, you know, kind of mom and pop company. Think about these big conglomerates. Think of these big places out there that are making sure they've got it. So they're going to be digging. You think you may delete something. It, you know, Cam can probably find it. You know, if you need to investigate a boyfriend, Cam might be the person to figure it out for you. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's get in a little bit of meat potatoes and then we'll get back on some more tangents because there's so much we can talk about on this. So digital footprint. It includes the websites you visit. Yep. You know, Cord, I see you looking at Pinterest all the time. No, you don't. I've never looked at Pinterest in my life. Just kidding. I'm offended. So it's the websites you visit. It's the emails you send. It's the emails you receive. It's the information you submit for online services. So when you're going and filling out those quizzes to try and figure out what kind of cat you would be or whatever it may be. I don't Mm. know. It's all. It's once you're typing it, once you're clicking, once you're searching it is literally creating a blueprint. There are even now sites that capture the information that you post on other sites so that if you delete it off of the original site, it's still out there. That it's they still, feed together. Yeah. I mean, it, every if you put it out on the interwebs, and of course everybody who is a parent has told their children this, but if you put it out on the internet, it's going to be out there forever and ever. It's, I mean, so, you know, yeah. don't be posting pictures. Don't be, all of that stuff is, it, it, it's just, it's permanent. There's the passive digital footprint, which is the trail left unintentionally. It's when you visit those websites. The web server may log your IP address. So if you're logging on at a Starbucks, if you're logging wherever, it's logging what where you actually where you're located. Um, it's also your search history and it's saved on the search engines. Your active is gonna be what you are actively putting out there. The emails you're sending, the pictures you're posting, the blogs you're publishing, the tweets. All your social media, you're being active, mm-hmm. but you know, it, think about the other things that you're not putting out there. We are a finance made easy podcast, and so at this point in our podcast, let us take a two second break just to point <laughs> out to you: if you're not clear on how this stuff can affect you financially, then uh, it, it, it's I mean, the example we just said. What yeah, you you tweet something that's you think, oh, my job is boring. Oh, well, you just lost your job. There goes your finances. But also, this is the reason we're talking about digital footprint is also a security thing. And we're going to dive really deep into that in another episode. But Mm -hmm. it is going back to making sure you're not getting spammed emails that then ask you to send money to a Nigerian prince. Or that you're clicking on a website or buying something from a store that then is skimming your information and stealing your credit card. Yeah, I mean, and and think about it this way as well. You know, I, I, I let off by saying, oh, you've got financial accounts out there that you access via the internet. And those financial accounts have passwords. And mm-hmm. if you can't remember your password, you've got security questions. Well, your digital fr- footprint out there, all of the information about yourself that you've ever put out on the internet is out there. And the right person can find that information if they look in the right place and then use that information to answer your security questions or to guess what your password is and so on and so forth. So it's it, it, it all sort of works together. Yeah, it's like, okay, Stitch Fix. Do you know what that is, Court? Um, so yeah. it, it's a website where you can get like clothing subscriptions and oh, they okay. send a box to you each month. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, within it, there's my credit card information. Mm-hmm. It's linked to my Pinterest account because you can create a board of ideas you like. It's linked to my Facebook. It's linked to my Instagram. 
So if someone was to hack Stitch Fix, they've got all that on me, everything on me. And so that's something that you look at the layers of it. So they're gathering data on you. You're, they're obtaining your personal information, your demographics, your religion, your political beliefs, your interest. So when you're going on there and, oh, I like, you know, Julia Roberts or I like Carville Nutrition Teas. As Court <laughs> likes to make fun of me about my teas. Um, but you need to start asking. It really is a strange addiction you've got. I'm sorry. You drink a lot of those teas. <laughs> you need, yeah, I know. I got a problem. Um you need to start asking why are these people asking for this information? Are those quizzes of what kind of comfort food you would be really worth knowing your personal information? Mac and cheese all day, every day. But like Mac why do cheese. they why do they need to know your birthday? Why Wings. do they need to know your full name? Like why do they need to know that stuff? Like yeah, oh, it's so it can calculate it. Well, the thing is is they're getting your information. Yes. And there's some supercomputer that's gathering it and you need to question. I think that and I hate the term millennials. Um I think the younger generation especially, but then it's also the older generation as well. We don't think before we don't think before we post, but we also don't think before we share and we overshare sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody's keeping track of it. And and to 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 quote to quote Bill Murray from Ghostbusters, and and that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to consider the trade-off because everything in life has a cost. And it's one of those, what are you, you're losing a bit of privacy to find out what animal you are? Like, Yeah, if, if you're on one of those quizzes, what food am I, what animal am I? You can go into your browser and see which sites that page is sharing to, and mm-hmm. it's dozens and dozens. Why do you think you receive so many spam emails? Because they're selling your info to other people. Yeah. And it, it used, I mean, that that has been going on long before the real big burst of social medias. Because you think about if you buy from a store, then you start getting these catalogs that were from other ones. Well, it's because they're, they're sister and brother companies and they share it, it, the information. Or the greatest thing is as soon as you buy a house or you buy a car or you open a credit card, you instantly start getting hit with like, how to consolidate your debt or how to get a better mortgage or you need this, you need that. So they're selling your information and you're getting the mail. So now it's just turning all digital. You know, it's interesting. I don't get a lot of mail. I mean, like original type mail, snail mail, U.S. Postal Service mail. I don't, I don't know why, but I don't get a lot of mail. I don't either. It's just bills. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to remember, I liked catalogs. I actually enjoyed getting catalogs and looking through all the different catalogs. I don't get anything anymore, but... I guess I shouldn't complain, you know, <laughs> but I, I can't remember the last time I like rushed home and checked my mailbox because I was waiting for something, to, you know. <laughs> well, my husband, it's funny. There's, um, it's, I can't think of what the catalog is. It's some like Southern fisherman catalog or something like that, mm-hmm. that he signed up for years ago and he put some stupid name like Sunshine Callahan or whatever. And every time he has moved, the catalog finds him. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. It's like Jumanji. The game finds you. It just, it always keeps showing up and he never says anything about getting this magazine or anything like that. But it's, it's, so there's people tracking it. It's like Daniel's little pet. It just wants to be loved. <laughs> it just wants to be loved. I uh, I have a, a an email address that I've had for a long, 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 long time. And, uh, you know, it's out on the dark web. It's been, it's been got, gathered by someone and put on the dark Is web. Is that what you bought a lung for? You know, you use that email address to get a new lung. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something. And uh, and so recently I, I started trying to adopt the use of 
a, a new email address that isn't out there that I haven't had for a long time. But it's really hard to sort of, I mean, I still get just so much email to this address. And it's hard to switch to switch over, you know, to think of everything that I've used the email address for, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, whenever there's a, a site where you have to create a login and they just want your email address and it's my, it's my login for these sites or whatever, you know, I've got to think of all of those different sites and go to those sites and create a new login and so forth with a different email address because now my stuff is out there. Well, and you don't even think twice, and I'm very guilty of this, of like if there's a coupon for opening a new account, and you're like, oh, well, I've got three email addresses. There's one for that one. And then before you know it, you have just junked up all of your email addresses because you wanted that 10% discount on those shoes. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. I know the times, so many times that I've done that with with the shoes. i got to talk about cookies. (laughs) And I've got a really funny story about this. So... I'm sure like most people, when that thing pops up and it says like, do you want to accept the cookies? I I never really knew a lot about what it was. I'm like, okay, yeah. Like if I want to get on this website, I need to accept the cookies. Mm-hmm. So my, she was my roommate, but she was also my big sis in sorority. Love her to pieces. I wonder if she actually listens to this show. I'll find out after she listens. Um, she is very smart, but very ditzy. At times. And a guy came to fix her computer. Couldn't figure out why her computer wasn't working. And he makes a comment to her and goes, well, we need to clear out your cookies. And she goes, how did she know I was eating cookies? She thought there was cookie crumbs in her keyboard. And that's what he was talking about, clearing out her cookies. Oh, boy. Not the cookies on the <laughs> internet. So for all of those listening, it's a running joke now with her about these cookies. But they are actually small files um, that websites store on your computer after your first visit to track your user activities. Mm-hmm. They say it's because then when you log on to that shopping website, they instantly pop up. Oh, like the other day with you, Court, when you said, this company sent me these shoes and said, these shoes are here for you, Court. You should buy them. Because they knew what you would want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I tried to buy them and they weren't available yet. The, the, the company party lied. Of one. Yes. It was, the internet is a house of lies. I'm just going to say it. It's, I'm just going to put it out there. The internet is a yeah, house of lies. Yeah. The other day I was, the other evening I was looking at joggers and I was on the Fabletics site. They have a, a men's site now. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just looking at these joggers and then I got an email the next day. It's like, hey, don't forget about these joggers. And it had a picture in the email of the joggers I was looking uh-huh. at. Yeah. They, they hold it in your cart and um, Disney is notorious for it they will go oh your fairy godmother found some other things you might like Mm. here you go and i'm like fairy godmother i do not need to be spending money stop it (laughs) (laughs) okay so um how do we how do we manage our footprint what 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 do we do to what do we do to make sure that we're not just an ever-expanding blob of personal information that is out there for all people to seek out and use at their discretion. Yeah, so you need to look at it as it's not if you are leaving a mark, but it's what mark you're leaving. Um, First off, you got to Google yourself, see what shows up every few months, and make sure it's in line with what you want. I will tell you, I Googled court and... Um, I'm not a very interesting person. It was it was a lot of stuff within the business here, and then your law stuff. A lot of that was on there. Um, me, most of mine was bogged down by Kelly Pickler. So thanks, Kelly. You mm-hmm. you hide any of my bad stuff. For those who don't know, country singer 
uh, American Idol contestant. She's like your digital guardian angel. She's my digital. She's like, guardian don't look at Katie. Angel. Look at me. Look yeah, at me. exactly. <laughs> and and yes, for those that may be wondering, we are somehow related, but not enough for me to call homegirl up and say, hey, let's have a concert at you know Pickler Wealth Advisors. <laughs> um, and then Cam. Cam's probably the most interesting to Google. He uh, has a lot of fun back past of uh, doing acting and. So lots of fun pictures show up for that. Yeah, I was Googling it uh, the other day preparing for this, and I saw pictures from the film As I Lay Dying I was on that I'd never seen, behind-the-scenes photos. And I'm like, mm. what? So I clicked on it, and it took me to a Polish website, like a film Ooh. site. Oh! Weird. It's so weird, man. That's that's fun. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, um, that I've been re-watching uh, How I Met Your Mother. And so whenever I think about your, the, like, I can Google Cam and and find old videos of him and old movies with him in it. Uh, it always reminds me of Robin Scherbatsky on on How I Met Your Mother because she oh, had a previous video. life as, as, a, as a Canadian music yeah. star. <laughs> yeah, so Google yourself because you know that other people are going to be Googling you, whether it's someone who's about to meet with you for a, uh, an appointment or they're about to do an interview with you. They're going to be Googling you. Is there a way you can you. find out if, if and or when people are Googling you? Isn't there this wonderful thing called Google Alerts? Google Alerts. I use those for David and for all of our firms. So, what, so how does it work? So you, if you have a Gmail account or you can just create one, um, mm. go to the alerts in the settings and then you can just type in keywords. Like I type in David, David Pickler, Pickler, Pickler Wealth Advisors. And anytime a story pops up anywhere on the internet, I get an email <laughs> with a link to it. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. It's a way for me to kind of stay ahead and make sure nothing is yeah. shady. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening and you have a business, this might be something you want to do so you can stay on top of what is actually being said about you. Oh, back to Googling yourself. So Court and I typically handle inter- interviews uh-huh. before we hire someone. Mm-hmm. And I always Google people and go to their social media. Always. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just a tip, if you're looking for a job, make sure that's clean. Yeah. I, and, you know, I, I'm almost... I don't know about you, Cam, but when I'm when I'm looking at people's resumes and I go out and look for them on social media, I'm almost as likely to be suspicious, especially if it's a millennial or younger, as suspicious of someone who doesn't have yes. a social media yes. account as I am of someone that's just way out yeah. there. Where yeah. they just like lock it down and you can't look at anything. It's like, what are you hiding? Yeah, what yeah, is going on like here? Several years ago, it was a big change to change like where um, it would be like, Katie Elizabeth or something like that to try and like hide from employers. Um, but then they could still find you. Mm. They could figure out what was on there. Um, sorry to the friend that I uh, called out on doing that because it was a smart idea. The cookie monster. <laughs> no, it was just a different one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> protect your personal data. Uh, don't disclose personal addresses, phone numbers, passwords. Um, you know, just be smart. Duh. I mean, okay. I'm sorry, but be duh. Be smart. You know, who... Who, who are you going around telling your passwords to these well, days? Well, I mean, it's you think about it, and it's a My lot of times Atlanta. with apps that want to connect with other ones, you may be accidentally doing well, yeah. it. Keep mm. your login information under lock and key. Uh, so, you know, there's tons of different apps out there. Um, again, Cameron is the the gatekeeper, the key master, the everything of keeping up with all Ooh. the passwords. Uh, making because sh- right now that is complicated to keep up with every single login and password you have to millions of things. Oh my lord, it is! I uh, mm, oh, I hate it. I hate 
how how many pass and ev- and they are one of the things that they advise you about when you're doing all of your different passwords is don't use the same password for everything. And I'm like, how the heck am I supposed mm-hmm. to remember fifty different passwords to fifty different websites that I access on a regular basis? And then Apple's like, well, you know, we'll create a, a secure password for you, and it's it is thirty seven characters. It long. is ridiculous. How am I supposed? And they're like, well, as long as you've got your Apple device, you'll be able to log in. I'm like, yes, but not everything that I do is with my iPhone. And not everything. I mean, I was working with a potential client the other day and he goes, uh, I said, well, you know, log into your 401k information and let me know. He's like, well, it, it's my face and my my phone's broken so I can't get into it because it was using a face ID. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't know what my password is. It's my face. <laughs> <laughs> Think before you post. Never put temporary emotions on the permanent internet. Yeah. It's, and... And this this goes this goes in a couple of different ways. First of all, don't go out there and be bla- putting somebody on blast about something that they did that upset you. But also, just a, a personal pet peeve of mine: don't go out there and put somebody on blast, but not really by posting something real vague, like, "Oh, this person really did the thing that I hate the most," and you know who you are. You know how obnoxious that is. I mean. It is entertaining for the rest of us. I go and pop some popcorn. Have y'all ever gone onto Chan- Channel News 5's Facebook? Oh, yeah, and creep on the comments. Posts and look at the comments. Oh, I love it. But the it, thing is, it's even, not good for the posters, but it is, it's entertaining. But the thing is, you start to quickly realize who, like most of us who are active on like a news channel thing, they know those people that are always the ones to complain and go on there. Now, do you think that if we saw that? Sarah Bob, I don't know, I'm making up a name. Sarah Bob. Oh, Sarah Bob. Sarah Bob. That Sarah Bob is always complaining and is always yelling that if it came across that she was interviewing, we'd be like, oh, no, you're the one that posts on that news channel all the time. And what what stinks about this is it's it's gotten to the point now where it's not even that I'm going on and saying, Cameron really annoyed me today. It's more of like, because that's bad. That's not good to say. But it's also, I can't really go on there and be like, I hate the president. Because then that's not good either. You, even insulting a celebrity that you feel like is not a friend of yours, it still sends wrong messages. And so I'm at a crossroads with it because it's one of those, like, your social media is supposed to be about you showing who you are, what you believe in, what you like. And so in a way, it's kind of been taken away from that freedom of saying what you want. But I think it's just one of those, like, think about if your grandmother was looking at this. Like, what is, what do you, you want your grandma to be proud of you. And so don't put stuff on there that you're going to regret. Yeah, it's a fine line. I mean, I enjoy scrolling through TikTok and like there are a lot of funny videos out there, but a lot of times they're raunchy, which is, which can be funny, but it's not good if your employer finds it and the internet never forgets. They never Mm -hmm. forget. That's, um, I, when I was getting out of college and applying for jobs. Then it was something my dad had me go through and clean up my Facebook. And yes, I know once you clean it up and delete it, it's not really gone, but it's not like I had anything really terrible out there, but he said, you know, remove the pictures that have any alcohol in in the background or, Mm -hmm. or look wrong. Or like, I think there was one where I was like kissing a cheek of one of my female friends and it's just sending like weird messages and that I needed to make it me more professional and if you are in Greek life, you know there's standards that they would flag you, put red X's or stuff like that if you had something inappropriate, which really that model is great to have in college years because that's when you're going to post those ridiculous photos. And 
it really does, it will send the wrong message. Like there's a photo that someone took and I'm telling all y'all this now. Um, my cousin took, had someone take this picture of me at her wedding and I had an empty bottle of champagne and was being funny and turned it upside down. So it looked like I'm chugging this huge bottle of champagne. Mm -hmm. She posted it on my Facebook thinking it was funny. And I had to immediately call her and say, please, please, please remove that. That looks terrible. Because how would that look if one of our clients who doesn't like drinking and think that's bad view me as, oh, I'm a lush sitting there chugging a bottle of champagne and I'm proud about it and have it presented to the world. Yeah, it's all about being a representative for the brand. Yep. So think about it. Um, double check your privacy settings every so often. Um, just make sure things are locked down. If there's so many sites that ask for you to share your location and... Um, Here's a, here's a kind of creepy example. So Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Love Snapchat. Um, kind of, I know where you are all the time. That's the thing. <laughs> so I didn't realize, like, I, I've i turned off the share your location with, like, the my friends through text messages because I don't want people to know where I am. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize my location was still on for my Snapchat. So my little cousin, who just turned 18, she texted me, and I missed the text because I was doing stuff, and she goes, I'm I'm near your house. And I'm like... Well, she doesn't know where my new house is. She must be by my Germantown house. And then she sends me a picture of my driveway. And I'm like, how do you know where my house is? And she goes, ha, 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 from your Snapchat. It mm. shows your location. I'm like, <laughs> what? She was able to figure out that pretty much exact of where my new house was just from Snapchat maps. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, she's a friend of mine. I mean, she's family. But still, I'm like, ooh. So... Anybody that I was friends with on Snapchat, probably I guess anybody could figure out where I was. I think you can. I mean, I think you can make it so that it's private to just the people that you actually are 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 friends with. But yeah, I mean, if you if you're friends with them, like I, I literally, I don't ever mean to. I swipe left or right or something when I'm on Snapchat, and all That's of a sudden I see Tinder. <laughs> all, all of a sudden I see a map, and it flashes up with people that I know and people that I don't know. Like I, one of my nephews, I, I'm like all of a sudden, oh, my nephew must be at school or something. And yeah, you're you're usually on there. You're it, it shows up. So I wasn't joking. I know where you are. <laughs> hmm, changing that right now, but that that's something. Just every so often, um, check that. And I know that we still don't really have an answer of why everybody got logged off of Facebook the other day. Hmm. But everyone kept saying, "Check your settings. Check your settings." And so a lot of that is paranoia and stuff. But I think it is smart of. You want to share your photos. You want to share your locations to make it easier to use certain apps. But you also need to think about what is the price because mm -hmm. you are putting it out in the world. And does everybody really need to know where you're located? Because then they could bring it back to financial. They could see you're not home. They could go rob you. Yeah. Consider this basic little idea. Just, you know... Uh, the right to privacy. It's 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 something that that people will talk about. Your right to privacy. Okay. Well, it's not in the enumer enumerated rights in the Bill of Rights. There's not actually something that explicitly says you have a right to privacy. But everybody assumes that they do have a right to privacy. The mm -hmm. you know there have been cases, court cases that have said there is this thing, the right to privacy that everybody has. So let's assume that you have a right to privacy. Your right to privacy ends the second you start making your stuff public. Yep. Okay? So, yes, you have a right to privacy, but it doesn't extend to stuff that you personally have put out there for everyone to know and see. It, it, it's, it, it's over at that point. You can't, you can't take it back once you've put it out there. Um, so, 
are we probably, as social media becomes more and more prevalent and people are more and more active on it and there are more and more social media venues, are we going to start to see regulation of it? Uh, there's obviously resistance to that by, not surprisingly, the social media sites. There's also obviously a lot of people that advocate for regulation of it, government uh, regulation of it. We're probably going to see something, but they're never going to be able to protect you from yourself. Um, they're never going to be able to stop you from putting that stuff out there. So always keep in mind that if no matter what, even if even if it's even if you think it is private. Chances are, if you're sending it to someone else, it can very easily become public. And I'm sure nowadays with legal cases, and this may be where court has to go in session for a second, um, if you know, you're know you trying to fight for child support or you're trying to win a legal case, like they probably sometimes will go and pull social media of like oh, what you've posted or absolutely you know, where you've been located. If you say, Oh, you're destitute and they're, you know, I can't pay alimony. Yeah. And then, I have, I've had, I've literally had moms come into the courtroom and I'm, I'm trying to get a dad to pay child support. And the mom comes in and he's like, I'm broke. I don't have a job. And she's like, what about this picture right here of him flashing thousands of dollars in his hand? And, and you know, the, the judge is like, Oh uh, yeah, what about that? <laughs> so yeah, it can it can come back to bite you in many ways. Yep. So I mean, you got to think about your future. You've got to think about those employments, those just different things that come up. Think about, you know, I don't have kids right now, but anything I'm posting now, eventually when I have kids, it could come back and bite me. Yeah. You keep saying think about, and I keep thinking that there are some song lyrics. Think about, think, <laughs> think, think about. I get, ugh, I don't know. So edu- me crazy. educate those teens on their footprint. Um, everything they do or say is not going away. Private is never private. Those pictures can absolutely haunt you. I think I feel old because I'm talking with a bunch of my friends and we're in our you know early 30s and so thankful that TikTok and Snapchat and all of that was not around when we were in high school because... I mean, kids, y'all, we did some of that stuff, but we were not dumb enough to post it. Well, I mean, you you probably were dumb enough to post it because you were kids. You just didn't we, have we, we, the opportunity exactly. to post it. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't have the opportunity to post it. Um, and so then it wasn't out for the world to see. And yes, I know you may have your Finsta, your fake Instagram and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. But it, it still can I remember back. one of my children said something about their Finsta. And I was like, that's not a thing. You just made that up. And they were like, no, Finsta, it's a real thing. No, I, it's a real thing. I got a notification on my Instagram the other day. It's like, people you should be friends with. It was an old Instagram account that um, I created. My my friend and I both were going through this weight loss challenge and we were we decided that we wanted to make a separate Instagram from our personal just to track like our weight loss story and all of that because mm-hmm. we didn't want to bog down where all our other friends were and it was very vulnerable on some of it but so it showed it a suggestion and I, I nicknamed it something I'm not going to tell you what the name was um, <laughs> oh we will let's find just say out it was <laughs> Amanda and um so but it's my picture and everything and it's showed up as a suggestion I was like oh my gosh I had forgotten about that account Mm. so that's something is close out some of those old social media accounts that you're not using anymore it's another example when Cam when we all started this bullcast stuff and he says we all really need to use Twitter I had to log on to my Twitter account and which I mean what Cam I hadn't used in like four or five years and it had real old stuff y'all still need to use twitter y'all don't use it i know we're we're not good about it but i had to look back and go oh okay let me figure out what's (laughs) on here before i start tweeting as bullcast stuff and 
If you can't figure out from listening to us, there is not a whole lot that Katie or I could say in only 280 words or whatever the limit is. Yeah. It takes us a lot longer to make some points than that. It's really wordy. Cam can usually tell, like, I'll have little spurts and it'll be like 10 minutes that I'll like go and do all the Twitter possible and like all his yeah, tweets. Yeah, she goes on a liking spree. <laughs> and then it'll be three weeks. Okay, but it's not all bad. You know, no. obviously having a good, a good internet presence can help you in your employment. It can help you find jobs. It can help you keep jobs. It can help you promote yourself. It's obviously a marketing tool. That's why Cameron is so familiar with it. It's it's choosing to be in control of it, and you control the message. You control what people are going to see. And you see these in movies all the time. Like, okay, we've had this bad press story about you. Let's bump up the good things about you. Yeah. So it's you are in control of the message you send out to the world. That's sort of, it's going to basically, that's going to dovetail right into our internet security and all of the stuff that we need to talk to about that, which we will do on another episode, because Katie, I feel like we have given them plenty to think on and chew on today. Yes, so let's bullseye this up. Let's bullseye this mother! Okay, well, I guess my bullseye for this episode is the internet, the digital footprint. We've, we've discussed what it is. What I want to, what I really want to say is if you know what the digital footprint is, keeping that in mind, keep it managed, keep it at a certain size, keep it smaller. Don't just go out there and spread your stuff all around. And if you have already done that, then maybe you should reduce your footprint. That sounds like a good bullseye. Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, that's, I'm not calling you stupid, Court. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's just consolidate i mean that it wraps into like we talk about delete your old delete your old instagram uh accounts that you don't use anymore delete old email addresses that you don't use anymore make sure that all your passwords are kept tight make sure that you've unsubscribed some from stuff that you mm-hmm. aren't interested in any anymore keep it handled manage your stuff yeah lady. it's manage your stuff check in on your privacy settings um leave a strong footprint you never know who's going to be looking you're in control of this and it's just everyone, every so often the popular post would be like, oh, I'm cleaning up my friends group. Hope you make it. I mean, it's not a bad idea. It's kind of like spring cleaning. You, you just go in there and clean it up. Make sure you get rid of the people you don't want on there. Get rid of those old accounts. Get rid of those emails you don't want. It's just, I mean, take an opportunity to clean up your life a little bit. To cleaning up your closet. One more time. Say, I'm sorry, mama. Oh, lordy. <laughs> That's the bullseye, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of yet another episode of Bullcast Podcast. Congratulations. If you liked what you heard and you haven't subscribed yet, then please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and click that button that says subscribe and then download our words into your ears once a week. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, we also have a website. It's bullcastpodcast.com. Feel free to go there and read all about us. And then also leave a comment, uh, leave a suggestion for an episode topic if you want to. Uh, you can also see pictures of us on Instagram. Our handle is at bullcastpodcast. And those tweets that Cameron says we need to do, well, we don't <laughs> do them on our personal Twitter handles, but there is a Bullcast Podcast Twitter handle, and it is uh, conveniently at Bullcast Podcast. So feel free to check that out as well. Finally, Katie and I, I think Katie even mentioned in the episode today, we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd find a li- if you'd like to find out more about where we work, 
the team that we work with, and our boss, David Pickler, then go to that website. That's picklerwealthadvisors.com. Advisors with an O, not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you everything that you need to live a fruitful and happy life. So please go forward and be merry. But for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And I'm Cameron. I'm going to go Google myself and get off the grid.